I hear you great. Where are you where am I calling you from? Where are you calling me from today, Ronnie? Uh, well, I'm calling you from where Conway Twitty talked me into moving to, Hendersonville, Tennessee, in 1987, and I'm still here. Oh, that is fantastic. This is going to be fun there. Ronnie McDowell, welcome to KXA. What you up to other than that? Maybe watching girls go by? Hey, uh, I know that song. I wrote that song. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist, my friend. It's belt high fastball. I had to take a swing at that one, right? Well, that's all right because I'm all boy and I love that song. How could you not there, right? How could you not? And <laughs> also, but before we dive deeper into this, uh, Ronnie, a little bit there, first off, I know you're a member of the U.S. Navy, so thank you very, very much for your service to the country uh, before your career really took off. Thank you very, very much. All right. Well, thank you, Stitch. I'm a proud three-term combat veteran, and most of all, I'm a patriot. There you go. There you go. I love it. And uh, really good to talk to you. Before we uh, chat about uh, what you're up to currently, let's go back in time and uh, talk about a couple of major influences on you and your life and career. Elvis Aaron Presley had just passed away in the 1970s. Tell me about that time, Ronnie. The king is gone. I was driving down the road in my Camaro, turned the radio on, just got through rehearsing, believe it or not, return to Cinder. I told the wow. boys, you got to remember back in those days, Elvis was still having top 40 hits. He had a song out called Moody Blue at the time. And I said, you know, I like that song, but I, I love Elvis's older material. Let's learn return to Cinder. That's the last thing we learned. Wow. Jumped in my car. It was 2.22 in the afternoon when I turned the radio on. I can take you to the exact spot when I, the DJ goes, it's official, Elvis Presley has passed away. Wow. 15 miles down the road, Stitch. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I already had this written. I was barely six years old when I first heard him say yeah. And somehow I knew from that moment on it'd be a lifetime thing. And uh, a week later, that sold a million records. Within a week? Uh, one week. Wow. And two two weeks later, I was on American Bandstand, didn't know the song that well, as you can imagine, and Dick Clark walked up. I was They was putting makeup on my face, and I was looking at him in the mirror, and I said, wow, Mr. Clark, I can't believe you're, I'm here. I've been watching you since 57. He said, Ronnie, you've sold a million records in a week, and you're number nine. That's unheard of. You deserve to be here. That is and fantastic. Yeah, and he and I bonded from that day on. He called me not long after that and said, I'm doing a movie about Kurt Russell, I mean about Elvis starring yep, Kurt yep, Russell. Yep, 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 And he said, I want you to be Elvis Presley's voice, and I did 38 songs in that movie. And, you know, I, I think about that a lot, Stitch. Uh, I've done a lot of movies portraying Elvis's voice, Elvis and me, Elvis meets Nixon, Elvis and the Beauty Queen, the early years of his life on ABC. And out of 8 billion people on the planet, I was chosen, plucked out of those 8 billion, to be the biggest star that's ever been, his voice. It still uh, boggles my brain when I think about that. You're giving me goosebumps there, Ronnie. That's giving me goosebumps. Did you ever have the pleasure of meeting the king? Never laid eyes on him. I was working at the time when I got out of service. I had a, a night gig in different clubs. And I had to work. I had kids, and uh, so I didn't. I always thought, well, I'll just see him later. Never laid eyes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. When you were on bandstand, did you uh, actually sing that, or was that lip sync back in the day? No. Uh, what happened? Uh, I told Mr. Clark. I said, "Hey, Mr. Clark, I'm so glad y'all pantomime because this song's only two weeks old. And I 
He said, Ronnie, when that red light comes on, 80 million people will be watching you, and we you're going to have to sing it live. Okay, I love it. I love oh, that. Oh, my heart froze. I'll <laughs> bet it did. I'll bet it did. Great stories. I love this. Uh, this is fun. And uh, that truly was the, the launching pad uh, for your stardom, right? Oh, big time. I had already been a songwriter since 1972. I'd written songs for Roy Drusky, Billy Walker, Jeannie Shepard, Porter Wagner, the Wilburn Brothers. And you got to remember back in those days, uh, Roy Drusky, uh, when he recorded a song I wrote called Deep in the Heart of Dixie, his next record was that. He had just come off a number one record. Uh, Look a yonder there comes mm-hmm. Jody and the kid, written by Chris Christopherson. So I was having a ball writing songs for all these wonderful icons that I worshipped. And then that day Elvis passed away, and I was thrust into the world as an artist. Wow, crazy. That is just an amazing story there. Did you think when that happened that it would take you to uh, as far as it has? I mean, we're celebrating the 40th anniversary of older women, right? Exactly. And my grandson, a month ago, he said, Papa, do you know what TikTok is? And I said, no, what's that? <laughs> he said, it's a social media platform, and your song by the Shelton's has 120 million views. And I said, yeah, right. I said, that's a third of the population of the U.S. Well, now it's had about 140, 150 million. And Jamie O'Hara, who wrote the song, passed away sadly in January and did not get to see what's going on with his song 40 years later. Wow, crazy, crazy. I I, I looked at TikTok once. I'm like, I'm sticking to Facebook. I'm just going to I can handle that. I know what my expectations are when it comes to that there, too. So when you were a kid dreaming of your big-time dreams, I mean, would you, have you exceeded those dreams? Stitch, I'm going to be honest with you. I tell everybody I'm the most blessed person on the planet because I've done everything I've ever wanted to do. I wanted to do things in movies. I wanted to have number one records. I wanted to have a gold record. I wanted to have a platinum record. I wanted to be on TV. And, you know, I've just, I wanted to, I wanted to write hit songs and I've done everything I've ever wanted to do. How many people can say that? You know, that's fantastic. So when I was a kid, I had major dreams like everybody else did. I thought I was going to be a professional athlete, pretty good athlete, but not professional elite uh, athlete. Then I thought, well, this radio thing, will, will it take me? How far will it take me here? And it's taken me all across the country. I've met so many incredible people, including meeting you on the telephone, as it is right about now, too. So very blessed. I love the way you put that. And I believe it was Willie Nelson that also said, if you love what you do, you don't work for a living, right? Uh, so I think you and I definitely have that in common. Well, the first time I heard Hank Williams Sr. in 1953, when I was three years old, this is a God's truth. When he started singing Love Sick Blues and Your Cheating Heart, I've never been the same since. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my ultimate country icon hero. And then I got to work with Conway Twitty on the road for eight years. Yeah. He became my mentor, my second dad. George Jones was like my dad. And that's why I tell everybody, I grew up at the most wonderful time in the business because I got to know Roy Acuff and Hank Snow and Ernest Tubb yeah. and Marty Robbins and all the people that I looked up to. But to me, those are the foundations of everything that we do. Yeah, yeah, well put there. And I'm proud to say that we're the home of classy country. That's what we're all about. I often say we're we're the home of the good stuff, not the new stuff. <laughs> it's just, I mean, well, succinctly put. But I will tell you now, I'm going to send you two songs next week. Okay. Uh, my new record. Did you see the movie Waterboy with Adam Sandler, Rob Schneider? 
I did not, no. Well, and well, you know this phrase, though, because Rob Snyder in the back, he went, you can do it. Oh, yeah. Well, well, that's my new song, and I did it with a mariachi band, and I sang the last verse in Spanish. took me two weeks to learn two lines, but I got it. Ah, good for and, you. Uh, so I'm going to send that to you. You can do it. And then my youngest son, Tyler Dean McDowell, he's had a new version of Older Women uh, recorded and the video, and he just released it yesterday. And I'm so excited for him because, and I'm not just saying this because I'm his dad. Sure. It's a lot better than my version. So hmm. I'll send you that as well. I will look forward to that email uh, in a big time way there. And let's ta- also talk about how amazingly loyal your fan base is. They are rabid fans of yours. How many fan clubs are out there? Do you have any idea there, Ronnie? Uh, we, you know, pretty much have fan clubs in every state, and I have since I started from Hawaii to New York. Uh, and all these people that run these fan clubs, they are, like you say, they are the most loyal yeah. fans. The only way that I can equate them is like they're like Elvis Presley fans. They're just so diehard, wonderful fans. And you know what? I give them all the time that I can. Yeah. And I treat it. And I learned from watching Conway all those years I was on the road with him. And even though I never knew Elvis, I knew how he treated his fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He treated them like gold. We're very fortunate. Uh, right when I got up the air at 9 o'clock our time, before uh, this phone call here, I went down to the lobby. I met Gladys and Al from Marysville, and they've been super loyal listeners from day one. And uh, and they, they gave me some uh, homemade uh, chocolate chip cookies. So if I'm if you hear a little weird stuff going on in my voice, I've got a chocolate chip stuck in the back of my throat there. And it's pretty doggone well, good. Well, then, then you understand what I'm talking about. I do. And because of, because of the pandemic for the last year, now what a blessing, Stitch, this has been. Uh, we started streaming last year, a month, a year and a month. And uh, it has turned into, again, the most wonderful adventure blessing I've ever known. Because every week, uh, this weekend, I have a celebrity friend to call in. Uh, last week, it was James Burton and Crystal Gale. Wow. The week before that, uh, William Lee Golden, mm-hmm. Mo Bandy. Uh, this week, uh, Friday night, is my buddy Wink Martindale of Tic Tac Wow, Dole, and, yeah. And we know Wink Martindale, and what a history. Do you know that Wink Martindale, I'll tell your listeners and you, is the only living person that was there that night at the Chiska Hotel when Dewey Phillips on the Red Hot and Blue show first played That's All Right, Mama. Oh, really? Wow. Wink Martindale was there, and Dewey Phillips told Wink to go find Elvis Presley. And Wink goes, what kind of name is that? (laughs) (laughs) And he said, well, here's his parents phone number well Wink called and gladys answered and she said well he's at the movies watching a western he didn't think nobody would like his voice wow crazy well wink martindale yeah. was a big influence on on my career too when i was also younger i, I wanted to either be in radio a professional athlete like we talked about <clears throat> or a game show host so I, I was always just i loved the game show host there so i love me some wink martindale those are some great stories there ronnie very very cool I, well I, I, you have not to interrupt, but you have the same type of voice. You got a great Thank radio you. voice. Thanks, my not friend. Just telling you that. Yeah, you're kind. I appreciate it, though. I'll bet you a lot of people may, maybe they know this, maybe they don't know this, but let's talk about how much of an accomplished painter you are as well. Well, you know, again, uh, back in the uh, 50s and early 60s, every Sunday night, 
The world is a carousel <laughs> of color. And Uncle Walt Disney would come on, and that's what everybody thought he was, their uncle. I never dreamed in my wildest days I'd be painting for Walt Disney yeah. and the Disney Corporation. But I have for seven years. Uh, but when I'm not doing that, uh, George Jones called me before he died, and he goes, Ronnie, would you paint a picture of me getting a DUI on my lawnmower? Oh, I my to, God. Bitch, <laughs> I'll send you one of those. And uh, he told me, I said, George, after I finished it, I said, what were you drinking that day? He said, son, I was drinking a little of all of it that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's incredible. I can't wait to get that. That is so, so cool there. You, you know what's interesting? I'm the sixth of seven children, and most of my siblings are very good artists as well. That is, I'm, I'm the lone exception there. I'm kind of, it's, I'm, it's embarrassing actually there. Uh, let me put it this way. You wouldn't want to be my Pictionary partner. All right there, Ronnie? Everything, everything I start out, man, it starts out with a stick man and pretty much ends in stick man form. I'm terrible. It's embarrassing. Well, that's all right. Hey, you're a great radio announcer, and I want to tell you, uh, I'm seven of 11. My mother's wow. a busy girl. Wow, crazy. Seven of 11. Yeah. Wow, that's simply amazing there. And you're born in Portland, but not the Portland we're thinking up here in the great Northwest, though. No, no, a little town called Portland, Tennessee, is, as, as I said, on Hee Haw in the cornfield with Roy Acuff, population 3,476. So, of course, it's grown a lot since then. Yeah, that's awesome. So I grew up actually in a very, very small town in Iowa, and uh, if you didn't have six or seven kids in your family, they're like, what the hell's going on in that bedroom, for God's sakes? Everybody better have seven, <laughs> you know? And I think at the time, we had like 1,200 people, 1,200 people in my hometown. But I'm a small-town guy at heart, though, so I love it. I do, too, and I just did the... 50th anniversary of Hee Haw with my friend Charlie Pride and wonderful and Ronnie Stoneman and all the folks that were there with me when I did it in the late 70s. And I told the producer, I said, I know why you want me on here. He goes, why is that? And I said, well, everybody else pretty much did. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, get old uh, Buck Owens and, uh, yeah, boy, what Roy, a, Clark. Roy Clark, Mister, but both of them rest in uh, rest in peace to those two guys. Yeah, watch yeah. that thing constantly, of course. So it, it's interesting. You're saying that, that the pandemic, in in a bizarre way, has been good for you. The pandemic, I, I hate to say this, but it's been the biggest blessing. Um, I, I'll give you an example. Now, the only reason I'm telling you this, this happened last week. I just finished a Johnny Cash painting. I'm a huge Johnny. Well, I. First person I wrote a song for out of Vietnam, Johnny Cash, called Rhythm from the Heart. Nice. Well, so I just did a painting of Johnny at the Ryman looking in the old mirror in the dressing room when he was young and seeing what he looked like just before he passed away. Wow. And uh, and I had me a big old long leather jacket, just like Johnny Cash. Yep, yep. And we, and we give uh, uh, folks, if they go to RonnieMcDowellArt.com, we give 10% to St. Jude. Best organization in the world. Well, Amen. last week, uh, and we always, you know, donate to St. Jude's, and I told them that, and I want you to know, a lady in Colorado, she bought the uh, Johnny Cash painting and the long jacket, $8,500. So nice. thank you, thank you, Lord, and for St. Jude's, if you've never been there, it is the most amazing place. The, there's a wall with all the, the biggest donors. Here's a fascinating thing that I want to tell you and your listeners. Frank Sinatra, Bob Hope, everybody you can imagine. Yeah. But there's one name who was the biggest donor 
to St. Jude's, and the name is almost rubbed out. People just wanting to touch it. Who do you? It's in Memphis. Who do you think that is? Elvis. That's it. Oh boy, I got one right. Yeah, his. Yeah, his name is almost rubbed out. Wow. So, I, to me, that just puts it in perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are stars, and there are stars. Yeah. And then there's Elvis. <laughs> He's the king. That's right. He is the king after all. Hey, let me ask you a question. I know you had planned a Hawaiian cruise, I believe, at the end of this month. Is that still on? Because of pan- the pandemic until it gets back to normal. Well, Stitch, let me ask you this. Yeah. What's going to be normal after this? Right, 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 right. right. Like, yeah. So, so you know, those are all put on hold okay. until uh, this. But the, the dates are trickling in. I was in Florida three weeks ago at the Orange Blossom Opry. And then uh, we went to uh, Texas, and now we're going to New Mexico, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi. So they're starting to trickle in, nice. not only for me, but my friends. But they're opening up a little. Yeah, and I'm down with it, too, because I've got so many friends that are on the local level that uh, you know are being hurt by, by everything. And there's so many people. Everybody's affected by it. But uh, for those gig operators, you know, lighting guys and uh, guitar techs and, uh, you know, the whole nine yards out there, uh, my heart aches for them. And so it's good to see, uh, the, the, as you say, the, uh, the dates begin trickling in there for sure. That is awesome. And they can still uh, see you on your live stream events because i've seen several of those yeah and it's ronnie mcdowell facebook.com they can go and watch me live from the beautiful donahoe hotel 120 years old nice that is very cool what's yeah and what's interesting about that hotel all the presidents used to go there Hmm. and get in the waters the springs the healing water oh yeah 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 but guess who got their start there in 1937 just graduated from Vanderbilt. It was the big band era, and exactly where I'm performing and streaming, she got her start in the same spot, and I'm talking about none other than Dinah Shore. Really? I did not know that. In Red Bull and Springs, Tennessee, it was the Dollywood of its day. Nightclubs, hotels, bowling alleys. Uh, It was just an amazing place, and it still is. It's wooden covered bridges and if folks get a chance they can come and see a live stream show that we do and uh visit with all of my friends the, my uh celebrity friends that call in every weekend that's fantastic i really appreciate you taking the time out to a chat with me i've been looking forward to the last couple of weeks want to thank your people for helping to set this interview up as well and uh, what's the best way for the kxc nation members to get more information about you from a music standpoint and your art standpoint as well Simple as ABC, RonnieMcDowell.com. RonnieMcDowell.com. Hey, break a leg there, Ronnie. And the next time you're up here in the great Northwest, come in for an in-studio visit, okay? Stitch, I'll make sure. You want a George Jones or do you want a Dolly singing? I will all, I just, hey, by the way, my new album's coming out on Curb Records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, real quick, it's called Country Heaven. It's all the duets I've done in the last 45 years. Two with my buddy Jerry Lee Lewis, two with my wow. dad, second dad, Conway, uh, Roy Acuff, Farron Young, Willie Nelson, Dolly Parton. And when I left the studio with Dolly, she said, Ronnie, I always wanted Elvis to sing I Will Always Love You, but he passed away. So I painted Dolly singing it to Elvis on a picnic. Oh, my God. And she's got, 
and she's got this little sundress on, and she goes, well, I'll tell you what, if I was on a picnic with that man, that's exactly how I would dress. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome, man. That is really, really cool. And to to download that and to get that music, uh, where's the best place to locate that as well, the website again? Uh, RonnieMcDowellArt.com. RonnieMcDowellArt.com. Ronnie, it's such a pleasure to talk to you. Enjoy the rest of your day there, my friend. Stitch, take care, buddy, and all your listeners. Appreciate it, man. Bye-bye. Cheers.